Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. If you're just joining us, Matt White in this morning alongside Michael Karianis, uh, Vossi and Brandy return to the show next week. And don't forget, Morning Glory is coming up this morning with Matty Johns, Andrew Webster and Denon Kemp. So plenty for us to dig our teeth into right here on SEM. We'll get to Rugby League. Anthony Seabold will be joining us this morning live on the program. Joey Manu has informed the Roosters that he may... Um, is more than likely going to bail out and head towards French rugby. So we're happy to discuss all of that this morning on 0457 736 736, or you can call 1300 01 1170. But a big topic this morning is a head-to-head that we're about to do. And the question here is, would you take performance-enhancing drugs and compete at an enhanced games? And further to that, what would you expect to do that uh, for in terms of, of money. And what about if there was a world record on the line, how much money would you want to try and break that world record and put the drugs into your system? Well, this is a topic because James the Missile Magnuson has had his say on this overnight. Aaron D'Souza is the founder of the Enhanced Games who has this proposal. So we've decided this morning to match the two together. Aaron is on the line from London and the Missile is in Sydney this morning. Good morning to you both. Now, listen, let's start with you, Aaron. Thanks for your time on this. Before we get into the nitty-gritty, tell us about the why, the where, and the when of the Enhanced Games. The why? 44% of Olympic athletes, according to the Olympics' own research, admit to having used banned performance enhancements at some point in their career. Yet only 1% get caught. And so we think it's time for science to be allowed into sports to maximize the potential for humanity and at the same time 30 percent or i'm sorry 50 percent of australians olympians live in poverty and so it's time to pay the athletes and reward excellence people like james deserve to earn millions for the extraordinary feats that they have accomplished and we are willing to do so billionaire peter thiel christian angermeyer and many other leading venture capitalists have backed our project and we're ready to put the dollars down. And so I hope James is here to say he'll take it. James, as a decorated Olympic athlete um, who was clean throughout their, their entire career, what's your take essentially on the enhanced games in general? Look, I've thought it was an interesting concept from the first time I heard it. Um, the most recent time I heard it spoken about was on the Joe Rogan podcast. And that's when I realized, all right, this is things starting to get some traction now. This could actually happen. Um, Like Aaron said, we're pretty aware as Olympians, particularly in Australia, that there is performance enhancements going on in other countries. Australia, well-known worldwide for being one of, if not the cleanest countries at the Olympic Games. Our testing internally here in Australia is so stringent that you just could not possibly get away with Um, with any performance-enhancing drugs in in our country. But it's not a level playing field internationally, and we know that. And, you know, there's been well-documented high-profile swimmers who have tested positive that have been racing Australian athletes. So I was quite interested in it. And then I got thinking about it, and I thought, for the right price, this would be a very interesting, uh, I, I guess, pursuit. And I went on a podcast yesterday and just said, hey, for a million bucks, I reckon I could break that 50 freestyle world record. That brings us to where we are today. 
All right, there is an well, ethical debate to have in this. Uh, Aaron, you've heard what the missile has said. We can have the ethical debate in just a sec, but you've heard what the missile has said. So what have you got to offer James Magnuson? Well, I just want to be very clear. Um, we are very we are very happy to put $1 million uh, with escrow.com to guarantee um, uh, uh, for James that when he comes to compete at the first enhanced games, if he breaks the 50 uh, freestyle world record, that million is for him. And I'll be very clear, that's a million US dollars, which is 1.54 million Australian dollars at current exchange rates. I know that will get a modest size flat in Sydney. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I, I firmly believe that excellence deserves to be rewarded. And James, you know, I watched you compete at London um, on the television, and you inspired me then and you inspire me now and you are uh, courageous and you're heroic for taking this step and you will be recognized as a hero of science um, because we're taking on the corrupt Olympic establishment. We're creating a fair and level playing field. And when the Olympic committee president is earning hundreds of thousands a year, flying in private jets and literally living in a palace, athletes deserve to be paid. And that's what we're doing at the enhanced games. Missile, the million dollars is there. You're going to take it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take it. Uh, I'm going to, the, the thing that um, I want to do is I want to approach this the right way. So I want to go to America. I want to get the right advice. I want to take the right supplements. I don't know much about that world. So I want to do my research. I want to have the right team behind me. And with the help of Aaron, I'd also love to document it. Um, through video form, show how it can be done safely, properly, and create a, a, an athlete that we haven't seen before. James, well, James, we're here. We're here to help you do that. Um, as you might have seen on Twitter, Rob McClenny, the co-owner of Wrexham Football Club with Ryan Reynolds, was tweeting about his desire to lead the documentary of the Enhanced Games, and I'm pleased to say that we are in negotiations with. Uh, Rob and his team. And uh, we are going to produce a world-class documentary to showcase this extraordinary journey that you're going to go on. And what I want to emphasize is that we aim to be the safest sporting event in history. We have a world-class clinical and scientific advisory board with the people like the um, chairman of genetics from Harvard University, Professor George Church, uh, and others who are designing this clinical safety protocol so that James and other athletes can perform at the highest level and showcase the best of humanity, but do so very safely uh, with the support of the world's best scientists and doctors. James, any fears that this tarnishes your legacy? I think actually it does the opposite, Michael, in terms of I'll be able to show a before and after, which should essentially show this is a natural athlete and this is this is an enhanced athlete. and. And hopefully the the differences will be quite obvious for everyone to see. I mean, I went under the most strict drug testing protocols when I was competing. The nature of the way that I rose to success in swimming meant that um, people from other countries questioned me straight away. So during the London Olympics, for example, I was doing what's called a blood passport, which is where they were coming and waking me up every day for three weeks straight and taking blood and urine samples to make sure that I was clean. So... There's no, there's no um, question marks over my career as, as an Olympic athlete. This would be 
a new path. This would be a, a new point in time where we say, hey, let's test this thing out and see see where p- human performance can go. Missile, is this about money for you or is it about, as Aaron is saying, science? This is challenging science because a lot of people will say, well, if it's about the scientific part of it and if it's about that side of the debate, then shouldn't you do it without a million dollars on the line? No, it's 100% about money. Um, but the other, there's a couple of things, Matt. So 100% is about money. You know, the second thing, I woke up this morning, so I said, I made those comments last night. I woke up this morning, my phone's blowing up, and it's looking like it could be a reality. It just gets those competitive juices flowing again. And as an athlete, you know, I miss the roar of the crowd. I miss the excitement, the rush of competing. And that part of it, that part of it definitely contributes to it. The million dollars, Matt, of course, like a million dollars is a million dollars. million USD is huge money and that would be life-changing for me um, and, and, you know, my um, small family around me. So that's that's a contributing factor, of course. And then when you think more deeply about it as an athlete, the chance to compete again, that's that's a huge carrot to dangle. Aaron, what time frame are we talking? When is this event? Where is it held? How long does James have to, to get into Nick? That's a good question. Well, you, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, this is all happening in real time. This is not a staged uh, negotiation happening hap- on live national radio. So um, we are in venue negotiations at the moment. Um, this will definitely accelerate timelines, but I want to work first and foremost with our doctors and scientists so that we can provide the safest environment to push the boundaries. Uh, I want to get James over. Uh, and start collaborating as soon as possible. Uh, I think the lawyers are going to have to do a little bit of work to get a contract in place, but we're going to really do this in the best possible way uh, and showcase to the world what human potential is. And so, you know, as we all know, it takes a bit of time to get in shape uh, and get ready for the season. So I don't want to rush this timeline. Um, And we're going to do this the right way, the precise way, because it's going to set history. No matter how we do this, no matter if we break a world record or not, um, there, this is history-making uh, and challenging an old, broken system uh, that could be done so much better. And as a fellow Australian, I know I don't have the accent. I'm so proud that uh, one of my countrymen um, is here to be the first uh, landmark athlete. So, James, thanks for coming on this journey with us. Missile, um, you, you can have your say on this on 0457 736 736. And we're getting plenty of text messages. So let's get down to the nitty gritty, James. Let, let's get down to numbers here. We don't know the time frame, right? But we know the world record. The world record for 50 metres free is 20.51. And it belongs yep. It belongs to Cesar Cielo, the, the Brazilian, right? He was 23 when he did it. How old are you now? How far away are you? I reckon your best was just inside 21 seconds. Yeah, so I'm 32 now. My best was 21.5. So we're half a second off. Of course, off the 100-meter freestyle world record, I was only 0.1. So I was super close to that my whole career. But I think um, at my age and my size now, I'm better lent to 50 freestyle. So I'm sitting around 105 kilos now, but still still in shape. Um, so that lends itself to 50 freestyle. I've got some 
some thoughts on potential coaches and um, training regimes. Things, think the sport's moved a lot since since I retired, Matt. Um, weight training has become a lot more important. Um, the development of power, both in and outside of the pool, has come become a lot more important. But also, I never focused my whole career on purely fifty freestyle. I was always focused on a hundred freestyle. I was doing big kilometers, up to eighty kilometers a week in the pool, and that's always going to have uh, a, a negative effect on your speed and your power output. Cause I was trying to go for 47 seconds. So I think if I refocus in on a 20 second event and become a pure power athlete and supplement that in the right way, I'm pretty confident I can get this thing. When was the last time you swam like at, at semi competitive level or even recreationally missile? And when was the last time you were timed? So I reckon if you dig into the archives, I did a I did a relay for fun at the state championships here in, in Sydney. Must have been about two years ago and off a flying start, so off a relay changeover, I went 21.4 seconds off a relay changeover. That was only a couple of years ago, which shows all, and I hadn't done any swimming to prepare for that. That's just off weight training, power training in the gym. And being a lot bigger and heavier, and and making the most of that that start in the fifty freestyle. So, based off that, that's say two years ago. I swim a little bit every now and then, just for technique purposes. I also like mentor and and coach some younger kids and stuff. So, um, I, I just do enough to keep in touch with the sport. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to need a, at least a six month run at it, but. Again, I don't know about the world of performance-enhancing supplementation, so I'm going to need to get advice and timelines around that side of it because that's all very, very new to me. Aaron, I've got one more question for you because there's a complication around this, isn't there? Because the missile is now committing to trying to break a record that is a clean record, right? So it's sitting there in the books as a clean record. So... Essentially, he's racing the clock here. Does it not make sense that he has to race somebody else and race against a field of like-minded athletes who are prepared to take the enhancement? And therefore, that's going to open up some doors for you. You might be forking out more millions of dollars here to fill this to fill this pool. Uh, well, you know, uh, we're offering a, a million for breaking the world record. We'll also maybe talk offline about some base compensation, because I think that's really important. Um, but uh, ultimately, uh, we have millions of dollars from the world's best venture capital firms uh, to build the future of sport. So we will be outlaying uh, million-dollar uh, prizes for breaking world records across numerous disciplines, um, particularly Usain Bolt's 100-meter world record. We know of uh, at least one, if not multiple athletes who have broken that privately. Um, and I think there is something very, very powerful here. So we we have the financial resources to do so. Um, and now with James's courageous move to be the first Olympic hero to step onto the side of science, um, you know, we're going to do something really amazing. And I think it's also going to inspire people to believe that age is less of a limit. You say at 32, you're not really capable of being an elite swimmer anymore, right? Let's change that paradigm. Uh, and science can make that possible. And James is going to go down in the history books for making this 
courageous move. And I can tell you, since you uh, spoke on that podcast yesterday, I've had dozens of Olympians reach out to me, including a current uh, European 100-meter national record holder. All right, final one for you, Miss Ol, on this. You've been very outspoken, very anti-drugs throughout your career. You, you document that, I think, better than most people have across the course of your career. What message do you think, however, this sends to, to young swimmers who want to be in the pool, who, who are now looking at somebody like you who's prepared to inject or take and I, I shouldn't say inject, but somehow take performance-enhancing drugs. Are you, are you worried about yeah, that a, side of it, mate? It's a good question, Matt. I think that's why we document this really professionally to show the process, to show the outcomes, and to show the difference between uh, a clean athlete and an enhanced athlete and the differences in performance, but also any potential um repercussions on on uh, health or side effects or ideally lack thereof if we can do this perfectly with no side effects then it's it's a different conversation right but before i've gone through this process and understand it um you know i wouldn't be advising any younger athletes at this stage one way or the other um but you know my my record in the the current Olympics as they stand and the world championships and my results in the pool um, will, will stand separate to this. You know, I've been retired now for four years and this is a new venture, a separate venture, something that I really want to want to document and do properly to see because I'm, I'm as curious about this as most of our listeners this morning would be. I don't fully understand or grasp the world of performance enhancing um, supplementation. So we're just going to see, Matt, see what happens, see how this goes, document it. And then once I know what the, the results are, once I know the the gains in performance, then following that, I'd be able to provide advice or guidance for younger athletes. All right. Let's thrash all that out this morning. As Aaron says, it's happening in real time. James, thanks for your time this morning. Let's see where this takes us. Aaron D'Souza, thank you for giving us your insights as well. The million bucks US is on the line. This has got everybody talking. Thank you, boys. We'll let you both go. We appreciate it. Let's get your thoughts now, listeners, on this as we try and unpack it. Now we've heard what it's all about. Give us your opinions and obviously plenty coming in. It's actually happening. Let's go, James, says one of our listeners. Rooster Man, oh, my God, Missile, I liked you before, but this is so interesting. Go. This is interesting. And then Craig says, why do I feel so dirty? Just listening to James agree to this. There's a million bucks on the line and it is happening. It's happened right here on 1170 AM SEN in Sydney.